0: Jerry McTig is with us today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing
2: fine, Toby. Thanks for inviting me on your show. Well, thank you for coming on the show.
0: Now, can you just describe to us what exactly it is that you do?
2: Uh, I'm a um, an advertising copywriter. Uh, I'm an author. I'm a journalist, and um, I've I've written a book um, based on my career called Business Blather. Um, stop using words that sound good but say nothing, which yeah. I think is a real problem today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm fed up of reading news articles in mainly highbrow newspapers and having to Google every other word.
2: Yes, uh, you know, especially acronyms. Oh, yeah. um, there are so many acronyms that even if you look it up, and I Google them all the time, and and you look it up and then a week later you see it again and you forget, so yeah. you have to look it up again. And again, you know.
0: And sometimes when you Google them, there's no clear definition of what the right one is because yes. there's so many. It could be any of them.
2: Right. There there are acronyms that have more than one meaning. Um, as any organization with the initials W T F will tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the World Trade Foundation. Don't know if that's a real thing, but. I've came up with it. Maybe it is.
2: Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So what are the ways that these acronyms and stuff can be better expressed?
2: Well, um, by actually saying what the thing is. Um, yeah. You know, businesses, small and large, they assume that you have prior knowledge or they know what you're talking about. Mm. Um, but a lot of times they don't. And uh, people just are... It goes right over their heads. Yeah. Um, for instance, um, there's an acronym. There, if someone says to you, um, our CMS will help you improve your KPIs, you say, well, you know, what is that? Well, it, maybe it's better to say our content management system
0: will improve
2: yeah. your key performance indicators. You know, so
0: yeah.
2: um, it's good to be specific because a lot goes by to people today. And there's so much crammed into their heads that they, they can't readily, you know, pick out the words that you're saying and then get them together. My my um, advice is when you're writing things in business, um, try to visualize it. Try to mm. paint paint a picture for people because if they can't see it in their mind's eye, a lot of times they're not going to get it. Yeah. So uh, you should use expressions that you know analogies. Or things that paint a picture for them. For instance, um, you could say if you're selling something like a sales tool, you could say, "We're your express elevator to sky high sales." You know, mm. which which paints a nice image that say, "Oh yeah, wow, that sounds good." Or uh, we have audio that rivals the London Philharmonic. Oh yeah. You know, and, and, and so it says something to you. It, it, you can can imagine this orchestra and, and the wonderful sounds coming from it. Yeah. So. That's one of the things that I recommend, is paint a picture with your words.
0: Absolutely. And sometimes when these organizations are using acronyms, it can maybe be a bit disingenuous because, for all you know, these acronyms might be a warning that they're about to steal your money and everything, but you don't know it because it's an
2: acronym. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, And I think people use acronyms and, and business jargon and, I think it's a way to swagger. Um, it's it's to try to sound cool and like you're with it. But um, aside from you, a lot of people may not know what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. So um, it's always good to spell it out at first. And if you repeat an acronym, let's say in a report or the, um, you know you spell it out the first time, and then you can use the initials after that. If you just sort of establish it at the beginning. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: For yeah. sure. That's a good way of doing and, it,
2: and, and you know. And the other thing is, um, companies kind of like beat around the bush. They they don't want to come out and say what they mean. Yeah. They feel it's almost like a, a, a corp- corporate culture where you have to sort of have drum rolls and lead ups and build ups to the big reveal. And by the time you get there, your audience is gone. You know, <laughs> uh, they lose their patience. Here, here's here's an expression. A company um, a, a company said they said we recontextualized our product iterations to address postnatal parental needs Ooh. well they could just as easily have said we're launching a new line of baby products yeah exactly. you know so they make it so difficult for you to understand um, yeah. I'll give you another one um, It's from an insurance company With our collective interdepartmental functionality, we possess the bandwidth to offer businesses the insurance modalities and feature sets you seek. Well, if you want to simply state it, you could, they could have said, we're fully equipped to offer an array of commercial insurance products like group life, medical, um, workers comp, business interruption, and more. Yeah. So the lesson here is, um, citing the specific items is a lot more effective than vague characterizations of them Um, but for some reason, people feel like they have to you know kind of build up to what they want to say and it just wastes everybody's time
0: yeah so in your book what exactly do you cover because i'm guessing you know it's not hundreds of pages of just don't do this
2: And you bring up a good point, because I actually wanted the book to follow its own advice. I wanted to keep it clear, concise, and uh, entertaining uh, and engaging, which which business communications could and can be. Um, So uh, I cover in the first part, I cover in general, all of the things that um, businesses do that makes their, their communications so difficult to understand. And then I give I give I cite specific event, uh, examples of, like I just did, and then I give you uh, a good um, good uh, solution of how to say it. Um, and then in the second part of the book, I cover specific um, kinds of communications like um, LinkedIn profiles, uh, websites, emails, press releases, presentations, digital ads, uh, print ads. Um, you know, sales letters, all those things. I I take each one and I give examples of what not to do, followed by uh, examples of what you should do and how to keep it clear, Mm. concise, and high impact. Mm.
0: Is there an optimum level of language? Because, you know, you don't want to use all these fancy words to confuse people, but at the same time, you still want to sound like you know what you're talking about, so you don't want to kind of oversimplify the language
2: right you don't want to dumb it down yeah. to a primary school level yeah but you you, you want to make it you, you have to know your audience if your audience mm. are very sophisticated techie people uh they're going to get it yeah but if you're if you're selling to someone like a ceo who, who's not really into the the weeds but who likes to who's you know got the purse strings and is going to pay for the thing um you, you want to make it Um, understandable for anyone involved in in the transaction or the, um, you know, the issue or the situation. You want them to understand it. So, yeah, I I agree. You shouldn't make it too simple, but but at least make it so everyone involved can understand it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, where are we able to check out your services? Are they online everywhere?
2: Uh, Yeah. um, I'm... uh, My name is Jerry McTighe. I'm a copywriter. Um, but the book is available at amazon.com in both paperback and Kindle. So, and it's also distributed in the UK, so you can order it or it's available at online bookstores or physical bookstores. So, um, that's basically it, you know? Um, and,
0: uh, Yeah. And are you on any kind of social media as well for us to keep up with you?
2: I I do have a website and, Mm. uh, I'm on Facebook and uh, um, I'm not on Twitter for some reason, um, but I haven't gotten around that. I'm on Twitter for, for another business I have, but not for, the, not for myself. Uh-huh. Um, but in um, Instagram, I'm on Instagram and, and LinkedIn. LinkedIn is uh, for business people. Yeah. Um, and that's why I go into my, in my book is very, very important. And people don't realize how much LinkedIn factors in a lot of things these days. Yeah, getting a job Mm. um, and uh, promoting your business uh, you know connecting with people there's like 750 million of uh, members so uh, something not to overlook
0: yeah that's a weird thing because I've never really known what LinkedIn is it's just something that comes up when you google a name and they seem Mm -hmm. to have a profile there you know I'm not on it and I don't think it's Mm -hmm. as big as Twitter but it's interesting it's that popular
2: yeah uh it's a business it's totally business yeah. so um it's like a facebook for business and uh people you know post things just like facebook uh they post uh you know promotions and things that are happening with their business or yeah. trends and things like that and it's a good way to pick up a lot of good information and it's free oh, yeah. so we could argue that yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show today. It's been great talking to you
2: all about this. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed it.
1: Learn more at Invesco.com/QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.